0: You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubel, MD, episode number five. This is Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, the podcast where busy doctors like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the weight and feel better so that you can have the life you want. This is the resource you've been looking for to guide you on the journey to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food. Here's your host, Dr. Katrina Ubel, Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Episode 5. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I just wanted to share with you how we have been suffering in our house. Stomach flu has hit us. Not everyone in the house, but most everybody now has been has been affected, unfortunately. So we're just working through that. It's always fun when you have a kid who has to stay home from school. That was me this whole last week is just trying to figure it out. So working moms, we are making it happen. And I swear, it is so sad when you have just like a little toddler who has the stomach flu is just at the mercy of their body. Just, well, it's just the worst. And my friend, seriously, the other day was like, Why does the stomach flu always hit at night? Like, why are they always puking in their bed? And I was like, you know, that's such a good question. Why is that? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. Maybe because we eat all day and then we throw it up. I don't know the answer. So if you are an infectious disease specialist and you know the answer to that, please put something up on the show notes page and let us all know, like fill us all in on why it is like that. It's always just the worst to be woken up to that situation. So today we're going to talk about confusion because it's so common, right? We're all so confused because there's so much information out there. I mean, the internet, right? It's just overwhelming, just facts and facts. And then, you know, sometimes there's alternative facts and then it's like, what do we, what do we do? It's so overwhelming. And this is the thing, right? We hate it when our patients find things on the internet and then let that information derail them. In whether they take our advice or not, or what they decide to do for their parenting or the way they decide to take care of themselves. And then we turn around and do the exact same thing ourselves. It's so interesting. So like our friend offers, you know, us to try this new fad diet. So we decide, okay, we're going to try that. Or we decide to do a whole 30 challenge and we get some results. But then at the end of the 30 days, we go right off of it and then just gain that weight that we lost right back again. And what's so interesting about challenges like that are that we're really only committed for a short amount of time, like 21 days or 30 days. So we might see some results, but then we immediately go back to eating the old way when the challenge is over. And then it's so fascinating because by doing that, we're basically thinking that if we lose some weight on the challenge, then we can go back to our old way of eating, which is overeating. And expect different results. Like, we expect to not gain that weight back. And then, Sometimes, you know, I hear this from my weight loss clients so often. Then we say, Oh, the challenge didn't work. Like I lost weight and then I gained it back again. Like we blame the program instead of recognizing that the program totally works if you do it and you keep on doing it. But once you stop doing it, of course, it doesn't work anymore. So it was really the choice to stop doing it that, um, that gave us the results that we don't want. And that, you know, another thing that we get so confused about is, Which foods we should eat and in which combination. So five or six small meals a day, high fat, low carb, low fat, calorie restricted, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, five, two, or some other kind of intermittent fasting. And then adding all the recommendations all over the place about the superfoods or the, that are most important that are going to keep us the healthiest and prevent cancer, you know, trying to figure out a way to fit those in. Another major confusion area is how to exercise. Should we even exercise while we're trying to lose weight? And if so, which exercise and for how long? And then what time of day is best? And should I eat before or after exercising? And how does a smoothie play into that, right? There's like so many different decisions to make. But what I find so interesting about the whole process is how we don't tap into our inner wisdom at all here, right? We pretend like we know nothing about our bodies or our lives. It's like learned helplessness. Like there's no way I could possibly be able to figure out how to lose weight. So I need somebody to tell me exactly what to do. And this resonates with me so much because this is pretty much where I was, when I found the work that helped me to lose weight and what which is what I teach now. So I was approaching 40 years old. Um, I had about a year and a half prior decided that I wanted to be totally fit and healthy entering into my 40s. But of course, I had actually gotten heavier during that time. And so I had all kinds of evidence for why I couldn't lose weight or exercise regularly some of them were like, I have too many kids. (laughs) My work is too demanding. I don't have enough flexibility at my job. I already don't sleep enough. And like now I'm supposed to get up early to exercise. How's that ever going to happen? Just totally indulging in confusion. And then I started to wonder if this was just part of the aging process. And that I should just maybe not fight it, you know, instead of fighting it, I just maybe needed to work on accepting it as just inevitable as you age. So the thing is, when we have so many options, it's so easy to get really confused and to not know who to believe, you know, and to try something for a couple of days. And then when that seems uncomfortable, or we don't see instant results, then we quit, go back to the old ways of eating or decide maybe to try something else. But usually we quit. And so like, think about going on Pinterest, right? The options for recipes are endless, like literally endless. And you have no idea which ones are good, which ones you should try. They all look amazing. I have definitely had Pinterest duds. I don't know if you guys have, or you are like, that looks amazing. And you make it and you're like, oh my God, disgusting. So what I would basically do is Collect all these recipes on my Pinterest board, you know, at the time telling myself that I'd try them one day and like, I, I'm going to get my act together. Once I have enough recipes, then I can do this. And then I'd never actually do it. And this is the, the ironic thing. If I had used the time that I spent searching for recipes in a different way, I totally could have gotten in a good workout or gone to bed earlier to catch up on sleep. My big storyline to myself was that I was too tired. I could have like caught up on some housework that I always felt behind on. So it's just so important to look at that confusion and see how it permeates our lives and paralyzes us. So confusion is one of the indulgent emotions. And what I mean by that is that we like to indulge in it. And when I say that, you might be thinking, uh, actually, no, I don't like feeling confused at all. <laughs> How is that indulgent? <laughs> but it really is because the only way you can be confused is if you don't make a decision. And once a decision is made, it can be really scary and more uncomfortable because that means we actually have to do something now. You know, we have to do something new, something out of the ordinary, something that probably is going to cause us some discomfort. So it actually can be more comfortable to just stay in confusion because then we never have to actually take action. So the thing about confusion that I want you to know is that it's always a lie. And this is how I know it's a lie. Say you were confused about which eating plan you're going to follow. And then I tell you that if you don't make a decision and commit to one eating plan for the next three months, I'm going to cut your thumb off you know, you'd be making a decision immediately and sticking to it, right? So you weren't really confused. You were just indulging in confusion. So you didn't have to take action and move ahead with anything. But, you know, there are times like sometimes we are actually confused because we truly need more information or we need something explained to us more clearly. But if you reach out and get the information or the explanation, then you're leaving confusion Because you now know what you needed to know. And then you have to take some action. But if you indulge in confusion and don't move ahead with obtaining that information, then you don't have to do anything, but you're also not going to see results. So if you need that information or explanation, you don't have to get confused. What you need is to get motivated so you can go ahead and ask for what you need so you can move ahead and move forward with your goals. So if you find yourself in confusion and you don't know how to get yourself out of it, ask yourself this question. If I did know what I was supposed to do, what would it be? And the first thing that might come up is, no, but I don't know. (laughs) And then you just ask yourself again, but if you did know, what, what would it be? And it's amazing how often we can come up with an answer. It's like once you open up the door in your brain to a possibility of a solution, rather than being just locked down and blocked with, I don't know, and confusion, then your brain comes up with really good solutions pretty much right away. Often the confusion we experience is a distraction too from deeper emotions that we don't want to feel. Like we don't want to feel a failure like a failure, if we decide to start an eating plan and then quit. You know, we don't want to feel humiliated if we pick an exercise and then can't do it or end up being the heaviest person in the class. We don't want to feel deprived. We don't want to feel deprived when we want to overeat to neutralize our other negative emotions, but aren't allowed to. On our eating plan. So as much as confusion can be uncomfortable, most of us would agree that failure, humiliation, and deprivation feel worse, right? We don't want to take a chance on feeling those feelings. So we'll just indulge in the discomfort of confusion. Another way that confusion shows up in our lives is through indecisiveness. And I hear that all the time. So many, many people identify with being indecisive. Like I'm just an indecisive person. Like it's innately in your genetic code or something, you know, or people say I'm from an indecisive family, you know, but the only reason you're an indecisive person is because you have the habit of being indecisive. You've basically allowed yourself to be confused about decision-making for so long and so often that you've adopted it into your personality. It's kind of just like how you roll. And all of that is indulgence. And it really feels protective. It's part of your identity. So if you can't decide on something, then you don't have to find out that you made the wrong decision. So rather than knowing that at least some of the time you'll make the right decision and actually benefit from that, you just let yourself down ahead of time by staying in confusion. Then nothing bad or good can happen. Do you see that? You're actually preventing yourself from having some good experiences or good results. So when you notice yourself spinning an in indecision or confusion, that's a great opportunity for a thought download. So what you do for that, just a reminder, you write or type out all the reasons why you're confused and why you can't make a decision and why it's so that you can move forward. And then you look at each reason. You can ask yourself, is it really true? What will it cost me if I continue to indulge in confusion? And I find so often that once I get out all the thoughts that are bouncing, you know, around in my head like a pinball, you know, onto the paper or onto my computer screen, I can use my brain in a different way, you know, to problem solve. And this is the thing, right? As doctors, we are highly skilled at solving problems, right? We do it all day long. So what we're doing here is we're then utilizing that skill to help us move forward so that we feel driven to take the actions we need to take to start losing weight. So I just want to, you know, make sure you guys know that you can absolutely do all of this work on your own. This is for sure something that you with enough effort and persistence and perseverance can make great strides with. And this might be just all you need to just Get you out of that confusion and get you going, doing that plan that you've already decided you wanted to do. But if you're not quite there yet, it really is so much easier to do this work when you work with someone else who's objective and skilled at facilitating the process. It kind of, it's someone who doesn't let you use your excuses, kind of calls you on your BS a little bit. And that's what I do as a coach. I help you to develop the skill for yourself so that once we're done working together, you know how to always bring yourself out of confusion and indecision and move forward on your goals. And one of the best parts I personally think about this is that once you know these skills and you've applied them and really incorporated them into the way you show up in the world, then if you have kids, you can even teach these skills to your kids. So they don't have to, you know, suffer for decades until they figure it out for themselves or someone teaches it to them because nobody's teaching us this stuff when we're younger and, you know, learning how to adult. So it's really a total win-win. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful, healthy week. Hope nobody else is struggling to get healthy like we are. And I'll talk to you guys next time. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Weight Loss for Busy Physicians. Now take the next step and go to katrinayoubellmd.com to download just what you need. Join us again next week for more support to keep you in control and on the path to freedom around food.